Hello everyone and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina episode 115, 115. I am one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is the other host of the show. I'm DT3, what's going on everyone? What's up? Hope you all had a good Easter weekend. Yeah. I, uh, I tried to order food yesterday and forgot it was Easter. And it was like, sorry, we're closed for Easter. And I was like, shit. So yeah. I got some, I got some McDonald's instead. Um, which was open, but yeah, it's, I've had a good, uh, good week this past week. So we'll be talking about that in a minute. Um, feel like it's been relatively quiet for a Monday, except for like that big thing that dropped that we will talk about in the news. Um, yeah, that's like the, the biggest thing for sure. Yeah. It just, you know, usually when it becomes like a Monday, usually like a bunch of news drops, but it was fairly quiet today. Um, yeah, but things... everybody just knew that one thing was dropping. They're like, we're, we're not even going to stand a chance. Mm, right. Let's not do anything. Uh, there may be things that drop as we do the show, and if that happens, we will talk yeah, about them. Yeah, there could them. be. Um, but if not, that's fine as well. Uh, today we'll be doing the usual stuff. We've got some game news, TV news, movie news. And then in the second half of the show, we'll be talking about the retro rewind, my pick, which was Chinatown. Uh, Chinatown. With, with Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Uh, very cool movie. Um, but first, before we usually get going here, we talk about what we've been up to the past week. So let's do that. Daniel, what have you been up to this past week? Do it. I uh, was continuing to play and stream and now beat Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. We are done with all nine episodes. Uh, now it's up to... Uh, 100%ing the game because there's a lot more to do in the free play aspect of it. So I need to do that. But we're done with, you know, the main story. Play, I played and beat all nine, uh, all nine episodes of that. Uh, so we finished that up. Uh, I watched uh, episode six of Winning Time, and there was a new episode that dropped last night, but I didn't get to watch it because I was just busy doing other stuff. And then I had just finished at 2.30 with the new one. Yeah, by the time that I was wanting to watch the new episode, it was too late. So I was like, ah, fuck, I can't. I'll just watch, I'll, I'll watch it later today. Um, but I couldn't watch it before it, right now. So we did that. Um... Watched episode three of Moon Knight as well. Show continues to be great. Uh, be curious where they're going to be picking up with the uh, with the current stakes of what's happening. Um, I've I've been playing a little bit more Star Wars: The Republic, and I actually created a bunch of other characters. Like, I made one other character for each of the classes that I haven't played yet, just so I can reserve the names because this is a game. Where uh, the toughest part for me in the character creation is coming up with a good name because all the good names are are taken. So you kind of have to, like, what I do is I just try to, like, mix things together and try to come up with something that works that doesn't sound as stupid as other things. So I kind of reserve some characters already uh, for future uh, playthroughs of the game. Uh, and we've been kind of playing that a little bit more in general since we're going to have a, a few more people playing that, I think. Um, but yeah, so got that done. 
and then uh and and i'll be playing that more on stream here this week as well uh but yeah so watch moon knight episode three watch winning time episode six we played fucking D again west marches that was cool man that was fun man that was that was really really cool uh we had like a so with this thing that we have in the west marches for those of you who don't know it's like a it's kind of like a message board system you kind of like form up a group and choose which one you want to do and then you kind of pick a day and josh is our dm so he just like you know give him give him give him some time in advance and he'll he'll set it all up and ready to go i uh like like three days is what he needs and you know as long as we got that and and we we got everybody who's wanting to play him uh, good to go then he'll set it up and then we the day comes and we just play man and it was fun so the quest that we did was finding out why a river was flowing backwards so that was interesting i was really curious to find out what, what was the deal with that but uh but yeah it was cool we're uh you know we're, we're leveling up uh, and whatnot so i we got a bunch of xp i'm close to getting to level two or i'm close to getting to level three i'm currently level two i'm excited to level up again because i unlock some really cool shit with my class next level uh but anyway yeah got to play more of that that was fun and the other thing is i watched so next week we're gonna be talking about rome like the series rome so i watched all of season one and man that's uh it's exciting to uh Talk about that, because uh, holy shit, that season one was 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 bonkers. But uh, yeah, I uh, I'm I'm looking forward to to doing the to playing some more more West Marches, watching some more Rome, uh, watching some more Winning Time and Moon Knight. I I didn't get to watch the new episode of Halo, the newest one, so I have to watch that one and then the the new one for next week. Uh, I haven't watched it either. Episode, so I'll have to have to check that out. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been up to. Awesome, awesome, cool stuff. Uh, for me, <clears throat> I ran D&D two times last week, and they were both West March's games. One where Daniel was a player in, obviously, we had Majin and a, a few other folks. And then I ran a game earlier in the week on Thursday? or what, Thursday yeah, or Wednesday? It was Thursday. I think it was Thursday. Well, they're different group of folks. Thursday and then Saturdays when I played. Well, some of them were a different group of folks. Uh, Some of them uh, were also played on the Saturday game, so they hopped in and did double duty. Uh, I just love the West Marches style, man. It's uh, I'm still getting a feel for it. Obviously, I feel like the Saturday game was paced really well for what I wanted to do and the action that happened with a good, decent amount of role play. Not heavy on role play. It's hard to do heavy role play in, in a West March types games. At least in the early levels. I think once the party kind of... If we were doing D&D world building, maybe that's what we should talk about next time when we do that, is like, talk about kind of some West Marches stuff. But, like, I feel like as the party is in the world longer and kind of fills out the map more and discovers more clues and and, the, and and landmarks and things about the world, the more role play stuff will eventually happen. It will grow. Um, I've got plans in my head for how things are going to work out in that world. And honestly, I just think it's cool, man. I just love getting to play D&D again, and it's it's really cool. Speaking of uh, D&D stuff, I got dice molds in. I'm going to show you guys. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got dice molds. I'm going to start making my own dice um, as soon as I get the rest of the supplies I need. Um, but yeah, so that's a dice mold. Very easy. Fill it with resin and 
let it harden over like 24 hours and you get them out and you do a little work on them can't wait to do so, that we're gonna have a 902 dice possibly oh, an yeah, etsy store in the future or something i don't know it might might go. be something neat to do um but yeah dnd dnd has really been filling the void of video games for me because i haven't played any video games the past week so but dnd is a game and i'm having a lot of fun with it yeah. um so that's awesome. Uh, Moon Knight I watched. Great. Looking forward to more of that. See where that's going to end up. Um, uh, the past week, it is springtime, which means it is garden time, which means I'm planting, I'm out there planting vegetables with my old man, my dad, and uh, kind of doing all that stuff. I know some people in my Snapchat were seeing snaps of my ass in that garden working. And let me tell you, it was hot. My legs were killing me, and sure. and my laziness has done a number on all the muscles that I have because I was sore as shit the next day. I was sunburned. I was like the whole deal. But you know what? I love it. I love that feeling of uh, that you get. Like it's almost like after a workout, you get you get all those endorphins and shit that makes you feel good. All those good good feeling uh, chemicals that release in your in your brain and in your body that make you feel good. So, um. Planted a lot of shit. Gonna have tomatoes, green beans, corn, the whole deal. So that's gonna be fun. On top of that, I realized after that I was like, dude, I gotta get in shape. So I've started trying to get back into a little bit of an exercise routine. Not heavy or hard at the start, but um, mostly just doing some cardio, walking, and a little jogging around. And I did do weights a little bit one day. But it was my arms got so fucking sore the next day, and I was sunburned and stuff that I haven't I haven't gone back to the weights again. I want to get Ooh, my cardio shit. up mostly, but I am gonna get back into the weights. Um, it makes me miss the time when I was look. I've never really been in shape. I've always been a big dude, big stomach, all that whole deal. But there was a time where I was like fucking strong as shit, and could lift a lot of shit. Like, just that natural strength you have when you're young. And, you know, yeah. I do a little working out in those days. Um, but that is kind of fading as I get older. And I was like, I need to get back. I need to do one big push to get back in shape one last time. And just try to maintain that till the day I die. That's what I need to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, uh, that's the plan. Um, I said I was going to do it. And so I have been doing it. Uh, which is uh, when it got warm weather, I'm cooking out on the grill a lot more. Uh, I've I had steaks, I've had kebabs, I've had the burgers and hot dogs and bratwurst. I've been I grilled all week. I've grilled four days in a row on the grill outside, and it started after like immediately after I got done planting the garden with my dad. We started up the grill and I started cooking, so I was like just covered in dirt and like sweat and stuff, and I'm just. Hovering over the grill and it's like a thousand degrees. I don't care though. I got to eat that good grill food. Um, and it was super tasty. Um, so yeah. I watched uh, the newest episode of Winning Time. Just like I don't know, like 30, like an hour ago is when it ended. So I watched oh, that not that long ago. Uh, still digging the show. And then I've been reading. I haven't watched a lot of uh, like television necessarily, other than like the usual few episodes of of the shows that we're watching. But I, I bought a book on Amazon. I was like, well, what was it? I went. Remember, like last week when I had gone out and I bought like um, 
the bookshelves and stuff while I was out and I went to Barnes and Noble. Yeah. And while I was in Barnes and Noble, I was looking around at different books. And uh, if something catches my interest, but I don't necessarily want to buy it right away, I'll take a photo of it. So I can go home and do research and get reviews on it in case I don't have the internet at the time or whatever. I don't have the time to do it in the store. Um, and I was looking at Amazon, and one of the books I'd always been interested in was uh, a book about a sniper in Vietnam called named Carlos Hathcock, who they called White Feather because uh, he walked around with a white feather in his boonie cap, kind of like as a as a taunt to Vietnamese snipers. Um, right. And I started reading the book. It's called Marine Sniper, 93 Confirmed Kills by Charles Henderson, and it's about Carlos Hathcock, which if, if you know anything about military history of Vietnam or any of that stuff, you will know that Carlos was and probably is one of the best snipers in the entire world. Um, he is the guy in all the movies that we've ever seen where you shoot through a, where he shoots through an enemy scope. Carlos did that for real. Like I read that chapter last night in the book. Um, um, a lot of the great sniper feats you'll see in movie are inspired by him. Like the dude, like the things they went through are insane. The training they went through, the we got bugs crawling all over us, but we ignore them because we can't move. Like it just goes into detail. Some of it very graphic detail. They talk about how there was a female uh, sniper that was that would capture Marines and torture them. And they went into it. There was a chapter where it was like. They were talking about what they did to this poor Marine that they captured, and it was, like, just graphic as fuck. And it was, like, a little rough to get through. Um, so, but not a book for the faint of heart. Um, um, and, like, it, it also goes into, like, their mental morality, like, because being a sniper is, like, different, right? Because you're you're set up somewhere, you're shooting a person that might not even know that they're going to get shot. They're They're hostile, obviously, and they're talking about, like, Carlos talks about, like, he doesn't like the killing part. He talks about it in the book. He's like, he doesn't like the killing part. He likes the the hunting, the stalking, the the being in, like, the, you know, knowing your target and their habits and that kind of stuff part of it. But he despises the killing part of it. Um, Interesting. Um, Interesting. And in that it takes a, someone with very strong morals to be a sniper. They don't want people that are just going to kill randomly. Like, he's... But they're training some other new snipers and like somebody put a sniper scope on just a random farmer and was fixing to take a shot and Carlos stopped them and said, what the fuck are you doing? Like, we don't do that. That's not what we want. You got to answer for that. Talks about it in the book. Um, so very interesting book. Uh, I recommend checking it out. It does have like some uh, like they put it together. They talked to Carlos uh, at the time. I think he passed away now. Uh, when they made that book, and then and they had after-action reports, and you know they have to do reports after every mission, all that's written up, um, and stuff like that. And I think the the author is, was also also a former Marine, so very interesting book. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far, and like you kind of, which is weird for me because I never usually read books about like actual historical events. I always I always read like fantasy books, right? They give me inspiration for D and D. And like yeah. I'll read this book and something exciting will be happen happening and I'll be like, wait, this happened in real life. This would be terrifying. Yeah. You know, like it's it's harder to be like, this happened to an actual person and it's terrible. Um But yeah, I'm on a chapter where I've heard the story where he goes he goes like solo to hunt down an enemy general or something on for the Viet that Vietnamese NVA. Baller. So um 
I'll be reading that chapter later tonight. I've been having a lot of fun enjoying that. It's a good, very good book. I recommend it. Um, other than that, I uh, that's all I've been up to the past week. I haven't played any video games or anything like that. Uh, I want to. I just gotta. I just been busy with D and D. Um. But yeah, uh, that's all I have. Daniel, if we want to move into the gaming news, or if you have anything else you want to add. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's go ahead and do that. So, first piece of news that we have here all right. is uh, we're going to be having a Saints Row Ultimate Customization Showcase. Uh in two days interesting uh, so on 420 uh at 12 pacific uh three eastern uh we're gonna be having the ultimate customization showcase with uh, mika burton hosting over at the uh deep silver twitch and youtube so you can check it out on either of those places um so that'll be interesting because I know that like both of us aren't like the most excited about this game. No. But um I think it'll be still be interesting to see how you know wh- how in depth the customization is and all that. Cause like we we just played Saints where we we replayed Saints Row 3, Josh and I co-op like a year ago. Uh I mean it probably hasn't been that long, but sometime last year. Sometime last year. We replayed it. Um, and like Saints Row 3 has some, or has some pretty decent customization, man, for, for a game that came out like over 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see how, what the next step from, from that and 4 is onto this new one. Um, and also like just not only like the... Um, not only like the 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 cosmetic customization, but like your actual character, you know, customization. So I, you know, I want to see how many different like voice types there are because I know that back in the older games, like especially like since we replayed it last year, I was like, man, I really wish there was more voices in this, you know, because like the ones they have here are okay, but I'm just like, man, I kind of if I if I if I had the option for something else, I probably would go something else, you know. Um, so yeah, that was uh. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see. I I think for me this game is still kind of like like as of right now I'm not like the most excited for it or I'm not like even like I wouldn't say I'm like looking forward to it either. But I I feel like I could be swayed on getting this game if the if they show us more um I don't know, if they just show us something more enticing and, and exciting, you know. And I feel like the customization has a big part to do with that, especially in these types of games. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'll definitely be be checking this out for sure. Yeah, I, um, I have a lot of the same feeling as you. It's like I'm not really super interested in it at the moment. When they revealed it, I was kind of let down, like with what they showed. Uh, it looks, at the time, looked really stupid to me. Like, I didn't like a lot of the 
It looks very Fortnite, and I'm not into that kind of art style. I, I, the the characters that they showed in like the trailers were cringy and like try hard, yeah. and like Little I didn't really characters. like it. I, oh yeah, I don't really like. Yeah. That so it's really got like a lot to kind of prove to me. The good news is they got time to do that because this doesn't come out till the latter half of this year, I believe. So, um, yeah. I'll probably check out the customization. I'm curious to what they have. It, I hope it's a lot because that's gonna be a, you got you better have more than the third game or if because if you have left less I'm gonna be very disappointed. Less? Yeah, yeah. I I, uh. I don't see how you could like I mean of course they could because you know the way everything is nowadays but it just it would be a huge mistake if they uh, if they had less than the third mm-hmm. game for sure. And mm-hmm. like I and I we mentioned the third game because like I feel like well I know for me I enjoy the third one more than the fourth one. But also, we just replayed the third one more recently, so I don't really remember all the customization in the fourth one that well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So basically, this game has a, you need to prove to me why I should spend money on you. And if you don't, I will not be spending money on you. Um, so yeah, I'll be checking that out. And I don't have anything else on that. Daniel, do you? No, I'll be checking it out here in two days. I'll I'll probably uh, I'm I may stream it depending on uh actually yeah I probably will stream it just just to check it out see it on stream and everything. But anyway, gotcha. Um, you know we can move on from that though. Okay, what do we uh, have next? Next up, we have uh, Halo Infinite has a, a showcase or a preview of their two upcoming maps. We have a little, uh, little for the multiplayer stuff. We have Catalyst and Breaker season two upcoming maps. Um, so we'll check that out here. I need a haircut so bad. Okay, let's watch. I guess out. Let's check a look. Let's take a look, y'all. Three, two, one. So this will be added to the game on May 3rd, along with their uh, Season 2 of Lone Wolves. Gotcha. Catalyst, an abandoned forerunner facility dealio building. It's robots. Look at those goddamn robots. I feel like this is gonna be a nice one to uh to play on. This this map right here gives me more like the, the classic Halo vibes, like uh I don't know, but it just it just it just reminds me of, like the older multiplayer stuff, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel like it'll be a nice uh, addition to the uh multiplayer roster of maps. I gotcha. Little energy sword, knock somebody down. I, I can see people getting triggered already over getting knocked out outside the map. And then, of course, we have Breaker, which is an abandoned sh- shipyard. This looks like a. <clears throat> this almost looks like a Doom map because it's got that nice little, like, orange red 
Yeah, it's kind of not like overlaid, but like yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. got that color scheme. Yeah, no, I get you. Get your ass to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Do it, I'm right here. Yeah, so out of these two, I definitely am more excited to play Catalyst and Breaker, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how they we'll see how they both are in game, man. Like when we get to play them. So uh, I'm just glad that they're actually like you know going to be adding more more stuff. And, There's and then uh, ho yeah, and then and then uh, hopefully they'll they'll make some changes to the, to to the game with this upcoming season that people are uh, you know going to be excited for and looking forward to. So. So we can get playing this game again because I know that I, I definitely uh, enjoy it and I wanna I wanna play it some more as well. Cool. Yeah. I haven't really played much of the Halo multiplayer other than like when we first started. I would be so bad right now if yeah. I started playing again. I would be dog doo doo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, we can move on from that. We have another live stream, uh, or, or we have another event coming up here, and not not in not on the twentieth, but on the twenty-first. It's the Dungeons and Dragons direct event that will reveal the future of D and D. Ah. So again, this is on April twenty-first. So, uh, Dungeons and Dragons publisher Wizards of the Coast <laughs> will host a special streaming event on April twenty-first at nine a.m. Pacific called D and D Direct. Uh, the approximately thirty-minute presentation will reveal upcoming products along with other announcements and updates and of course it'll be live on twitch and youtube uh they have a lot of things in the works right now because remember they have uh, a tv show they have a movie i think in the works um they got an uh, an open world thir uh, a third person game from hidden path entertainment uh so they got a lot of things, a lot, a lot, a lot of things coming. Um, so we shall see um, what they got planned, you know, for uh, for the future and upcoming. So again, yeah. that'll be on uh, April twenty first. So that is on Thursday, uh, nine a.m. Pacific, which will be twelve uh, Eastern. So. Uh, I'll be watching. I'm genuinely Check curious to out. see what's what all going to drop. I imagine yeah. we'll get some trailers. I wonder if they'll do a trailer for their movie. I know they're supposed to have a movie in the yeah, works maybe. and stuff. I wonder if we'll get like a mm -hmm. teaser yeah. of some kind. Uh, I imagine a couple books will probably be announced, a couple new ones. I'm curious to what they're going to say about D&D Beyond because they bought... Hasbro acquired D&D Beyond. And yeah. it was D and D Beyond was heading toward like to be a virtual tabletop of VTT, kind of like what you what you use for those of you that don't know what VTT is. It's what you use to play D and D online. Things like Roll Twenty, things like Foundry, things like D and D Beyond. D and D Beyond was great in the early days for if you're playing in person and you have like a tablet or something, you can have all your stuff digitalized. But they've added recently like dice rolling, encounter builders, and such like that. I'm kind of curious what announcements they'll have about that, if any. I imagine they will, though. Um, that's pretty cool. Pretty exciting. Uh, pretty exciting stuff. Wizards is really happy with the 5th edition. Uh, and really, I'm not sure what all to expect, because 5th uh, edition was like my first real foray into D&D. &D, so 
wonderful see some expansion like rules on rule sets or clarifications or er erratas and stuff like that so cool news well i'll be definitely checking that out what do we have next daniel next up we have a interesting uh, gameplay trailer this is for a game called myth force which I threw in here because this is a uh, swords and sorcery first-person combat roguelike inspired by '80s cartoons, you know, like Saturday morning '80s cartoons. So I was like, this. and and also, it's a co-op for up to four people. So I was like, well, this is this seems kind of fun. So let's, cool. let's go ahead and check this out. Minute fifty. Again, this game is called Myth Force. So let's check it out. Three, two, one, go. Oh, it's old school. Old school star yep. right here. Kid turning on the TV, which, which was funny that they had, they had one of the big ass brick TVs because of that meme he posted earlier. Oh my god. <laughs> Myth Force. Here we go, Myth Force. I, I like the art style, man. I just, I don't know, I, 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 I dig it. Let the hunt begin. Oh, I'm getting Borderlands vibes. Yeah. It's like kind of like that, but also a little different. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely different, but like yeah. the four players, the first person. Four player yeah, first person. No, yeah, I feel you. Like the gameplay wise, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Saturday morning roguelike adventure. This will suck for you. Is that Travis? That sounded like Travis. This forest is worse than any dark alley I ever saw. It doesn't matter how hard the path becomes. We won't get through without confronting him. You could never hope to defeat me. Here you go, four player online co-op. Don't touch my equipment. But yeah, you're totally right though. Definitely, like, gameplay-wise, it's like 100% Borderlands. It seems like we're not getting through this without facing the big guy. Come on then, let's finish this. No more games. Death to all trespassers. Myth Force early access on April 20th. Tune in next time for episode two. Interesting. That looks cool. Like could be fun, yeah. Might check that out. We, we like uh, we like games like that. Uh, games like that. I don't that's, know, that's pretty... Majin. Is this yeah, I don't know if it's exclusive? I don't know. If it, it probably is for now, but maybe it'll it'll come to Steam later. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But it did. They did have the epic logo at the end there. And it's not on Steam at the moment, so it might be an oh, epic exclusive. Yeah. Might be one of those limited exclusives, yeah. Yeah, it could be, could be that. Uh, it's developed by Beamdog, and it's being published by Aspire Media. So, uh, definitely got nostalgia, particularly when the logo camp come up. Like it made me immediately think of those old school cartoons you watched growing up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. Check that out. Um, what is next, sir? All right, next up. We have another interesting thing. So this, so I, I don't even know how to begin to explain this because 
this is bonkers, man. These mm-hmm. Fortnite crossovers are are, are getting uh, wild. So this is a game, or this is a little something called Vengeance, which is inspired by the Northman movie. That is that was built in Fortnite. Uh, let's just watch this thirty second trailer here, and uh, and then we'll, we can talk a little bit about it afterwards. So, three, two, one, go. Experience a new RPG created in Fortnite. Huh. Vengeance inspired by the Norsemen. The Northmen. So throughout this entire thing, at the bottom it says not actual gameplay footage. This is not sponsored, endorsed, or administered by Epic Games Inc. So I'm not even exactly sure what the hell this is, but I was just I just wanted to throw this in there because it's like what are we like what like huh? But apparently, if you, I guess if you play Fortnite, you can, there's like a code you can use to, to play this little thing that was created. I, I, I don't know. It's crazy. But I threw it in there because I know we're both like interested in, in watching the, the North, you know, the Northmen and whatnot. Yeah. Like, well, this is, this is... man, little, I'm telling you, man. A little weird, but cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder why. <laughs> they do a lot of stuff with uh, Fortnite, that's for sure. Um, Okay. Uh, yeah. Do we have anything else, Daniel, in the game? I don't, I don't have. I don't have any more in gaming news. Uh, I'm looking, but I don't see anything unless else. You, out there. Unless you got anything, yeah. Like I said, it's been. It hasn't been that. Uh, there hasn't really been a whole lot of news. Uh, in the past week, so that's all we really, we really got. Yeah, well, that's think. it so for the gaming news, guys. We can, uh, we can move on if we want to move Pretty. on from that. Then we can... let's do it. Let's hit the TV news. Go ahead and news. do that. On to the TV news. All right. So this is. We don't really have a whole lot here either. Um. So I think the rest of the news is probably gonna. We're just gonna cruise by this really quickly. So the first thing we have here is a trailer, uh, for Stranger Things four. Um. So, have you seen this yet? I watched it. I did not do a reaction video to it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I I reacted to it as well. Uh, but if you want to go go check out my initial thoughts on it, go go check that out. But we're gonna check it out here. You're gonna get Josh's uh, not not first reaction as well. But you know, since he didn't explain it on he or he 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 didn't uh, react to it, you can kind of hear his thoughts, thoughts on camera yeah. for the first time. Yeah. Check it out. So we will uh, check it out. Three, two, one, go. I will say this is a beefy fucking trailer, though. It's three minutes of a lot of shit. Yeah, there's there's a lot that they packed into this for sure. Dear Billy, 
I don't know if you can even hear this. Ever since you left, everything's been a total disaster. For a while, we tried to be happy. Normal. I know that's impossible. And that, now this song's gonna get stuck in my head again. Two. Two. I relocated you guys far from Hawkins. I feel like, like, historically, the Stranger Things trailers are pretty solid. Yeah. Like, I don't remember ever seeing a Stranger Things trailer and be like, wow, this is trash, you know? They've always been pretty solid, I feel like. I'm afraid your friends at Hawkins are very much in the eye of the storm. I remember when I, I first saw the show, everybody was like talking about it, and I was like, I need to check this out. Just to say it. I ended up watching an ep one episode and ended up staying up all night and watching every single episode. And that was like my first can't binge binge ever. Crazy to think that this was six years ago already, man. Right? On the other side. I was convinced I was put here for some other reason. Maybe I can still help. Even if it's the last thing I do. People say Hawkins is cursed. But they're not there's so much happening right now it's like wow so much it's time dude's rocking out dude with no eyes we got dnd monsters in here and shit yeah like when i saw this dude at the end here i didn't even know like i was like what is this like what am i looking at right now you know yeah, they crazy. always <clears throat> like every villain of every season <clears throat> or every monster has always been like, this is based on something from D and D. This too is based on something from D and D. Uh, they even talk about it in on like Twitter and stuff, which is a very minor spoiler. But they've said that the the big bad is going to be based on Vecna, uh, somewhat. I think so. The thing about Vecna is Vecna is not your average run-of-the-mill monster. Vecna is like tr like a fucking god almost, uh, or is a god. He's a lich that ascended to godhood. So, you know what liches do? They fuck with the undead, man. So we'll be seeing some zombies in here, I'm pretty sure, or something like that. Who knows what they'll be doing uh, with their version of, of what they got it based on at any rate. Um, but that dude definitely looks like a fucking lich if I ever saw one. <laughs> like, it looks terrible. It looks evil. Uh, what were your thoughts evil. on it, Daniel? Um, I, well, much like you, I was like, man, there is a lot going on here. Because at one point, they just start, like, flashing scenes of all kinds of shit. And you're like, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Whoa. And, uh, yeah, there's 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 a lot going on. Um, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I, I 
as always, like I've enjoyed every season of Stranger Things. Uh, I enjoyed three and one more than two. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of know if I like one or three better. The one was just crazy because that was like when it like you know, we're just talking about earlier, like six years ago when it when it, when it became a fucking phenomenon and everybody was talking about you got to watch the Stranger Things show. You know, I, you know, remember mm-hmm. those days. Um. And um. Yeah, I mean, I like you know what's crazy. Like as I was watching this, I was like, "Man, these kids ain't kids no more, bro." Like they're grown. They look so they look so <laughs> much older now. It's crazy, dude. Right? They're grown it's up. Insane. It's insanity. It's crazy how quick uh, you grow up too nowadays. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to checking out. Um, I know, I, I know that three years ago when season three came out, which isn't that crazy how it's been three years since season three, or it will be. Nutty. Um, I know that came out around like Fourth of July because I remember the whole you know promotional, uh, marketing stuff was like you know centered around Fourth of July stuff. So that was kind of like a summertime thing. This is coming out in summertime again, so it'll be a nice you know summertime thing to to watch and uh have fun with uh so yeah it'll be uh it'll be good i i i definitely am uh looking forward to this when it comes out i thought that trailer looked good uh yeah and and i wasn't even aware of that of that D uh guy you're talking about the the main uh mm-hmm. the main villain so if you watch my reaction i you're, you're not gonna hear me say any names because i'm like who is that i'm just like who the fuck is that you know well, it's just based uh, on him, but like, like the thought process is that they took inspiration yeah. from uh, that. Yeah, no, I get you. The whispered but one. Still, back even then, I'm just like, wow, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, Which, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah. But it does lead me to wonder who the fuck actually is that, right? Like, uh, because I assume like, I don't think it's gonna be just a monster, right? Like, I think it's gonna be like have somebody's body. Or some some previous character that we've seen either either this is speculation uh like the doctor Brenner or whatever uh, or maybe Billy's body or maybe somebody's body I think it's gonna be somebody's body that's been like corrupted by the upside down but who knows we'll see when uh when we get to watch the show I'm really I can't wait I'm excited I love Stranger Things um <clears throat> yeah. How many more? Uh, are they gonna do one more after this one? One more season, or is this gonna be it? I think they are gonna be doing one more because I know that this season they're splitting it up into two, um, uh, like two volumes. Mm-hmm. Which I mentioned in my reaction how much I hate that shows are doing that nowadays. Where you have like, especially Netflix stuff, like you're you're splitting a season into two volumes. Like I hate that shit so much, dude. Like why why not just like if you. If you want to wait on stuff, then just I'll wait more if you give me everything, you know? Why you split it up into two like two parts for know. one season? Like it's, I hate I hate that. It's to me it doesn't make any fucking sense. But I guess the good thing about them or, or the the bright side to this is that volume 1 is coming out on May 27th and volume 2 is coming out on July 1st, so you don't have to wait that long. But I know that for other shows like right now like I would, like for Ozark is the one that comes to mind. 
they split it uh, the last season into two volumes, and we've been waiting forever for this for the second volume. And I just I hate that shit. Like I wonder, like, I wonder I, if it's I because of COVID. I thought it may have been because of COVID. Maybe they needed a break in between or something. You think when they were I, filming I, this stuff? I guess, but like I, again, I'd rather just wait for it all to come out all in one go. Like, or, or, or you know what I mean? Like, mm. if that's the way you're gonna do it, then just have it all come out at once. I don't, I don't like this splitting one season. Like for me, it just it just it just looks stupid. If you have three seasons of a show. And then, oh, season four, we're gonna split it into two volumes, like that. I just, it, it just looks whack. Like it looks like if this is all my, my opinion, of course. I think it looks stupid, and it just like I, I just don't get the thinking behind that. Like if 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 they're gonna say that all, oh, you know, COVID uh, is the reasoning behind why or whatever, like just fucking make it I all come out in July. Like I, I don't, don't even I don't know. Like I don't even know if COVID would be a valid reason because it's only like. It's at the end of May, which it's gonna roll into June, and then you'll have July. Like that's not even that big of a leap, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't know why they're splitting it up. I wonder if, I wonder if we dug into it, if we could find a reason anywhere, but probably not. I I, I don't know. Maybe you have to you have to look into it, like like you said. But I just i'm not a fan of splitting a, a season of a show into two different volumes like i think it just looks stupid to me and it doesn't make any damn sense whatsoever but I'm, how many episodes are in each volume does it say anywhere? i don't fucking know dude like I, usually like uh seasons of stranger things have only been what like nine episodes or something like that yeah so if you're gonna let's say we have uh Let's say we have like that, right? Let's let's go with another nine episodes for for, for this season. You're gonna have what five in in one volume and four in the other. Like that's kind of weird. Yes. I don't know. I just again, I'm just not a fan of splitting shit like that. Like if you're gonna have something be a season, then let it be a season. Otherwise, just make you know season. Like like just split them into seasons instead of splitting them into volumes. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just I just think splitting a season into volumes is stupid. But that's just me. People might feel differently about that. I just I'm just not a fan. I just don't know why they do it. I'd like to hear the reason why. <laughs> that's all. Um, yeah. But yeah, and it doesn't say how many episodes are even going to be in the different volumes. So it's like that's stupid. Why not even tell you that? Okay, whatever. We can move on from this. <laughs> yeah, we'll move on. So we have uh, casting news for The Witcher season four. Uh, for not not season four, season three. Sorry, we have four actors cast in The Witcher season three. That's that's why I mix the numbers up. I got you. So they are adding uh, Robbie Mel, uh, Manger Zong. And Hugh Skinner and Chris Christelle Elwin. Uh, so this is this is this is kind of cool. I uh, I'm not familiar with uh, Hugh Skinner because I haven't seen Fleabag. I don't know. And then uh, Christelle Elwin from uh, from Half Bad. I haven't seen that either. But I I know Robbie Amell from you know mm-hmm. the. the the CWDC stuff and and then Manger Zong was cool in Shang Chi so I, you know yeah 
it'll be fun to see her and other stuff. Uh, so yeah, I'm just uh, curious to see who 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 uh, you know what, what they're gonna be doing. We do have like who they're gonna be playing. So Amel will play Galatin, a born fighter. Galatin leads an army of guerrilla uh, Scoyatel fighting on behalf of Nilfgaard. Unafraid to speak his truth, Galatin's loyalty loyalty to his people ultimately leads him on a collision course with uh, Francesca over power. Uh, Zong will play Milva, a human adopted by the dryads of the Broccolin Forest. Milva is a fierce and talented huntress. Exact archery skills coupled with a stone-cold aptitude for survival make her a formidable adversary in the unforgiving continent. Those that cross her do so at their peril. Uh, Skinner is going to be playing Prince Radovid, uh, Radovid a, a, a royal playboy and younger brother to King Vizimir. Radovid finds himself suddenly a man on the inside of, a Redan, of, of the Redanian intelligence. With his good looks and often drunken charm, Radovid surprises with how incisive he can be in matters of politics, but it's all games until someone gets hurt. And then finally, Elwyn is Missile, a member of the Rats, a gang of misfit teenagers who steal from the rich to give to themselves, and sometimes the poor. She is street hard, suspicious of everyone, and out for revenge until a chance meeting that will change everything. So those are the new cast members and who they will be playing in season three. Cool. I um, I, I was surprised to see Robbie Amell casted in this. Um, uh, mostly just because I wasn't expecting it. Uh, and uh, and um, Minger Zong from Chang Chi was was great. So the other two, I have no idea who they are. And this will be, uh, you know how we feel about kind of like The Witcher. Like we weren't as crazy over this past season. I liked the first season quite a bit, but the this last season was I was very lukewarm on. Like very, um. So I'm kind of curious to see how this will play out. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see when the when the Witcher returns in a couple of years. Yeah. All right, that's all we have on that, Daniel. What is next? All right. That is all we have for the uh, TV news. This is, again, really, really quick. So we can move on to the movie news for the day. All right, movie news. Which will also go really quickly um, because we have only have a couple things here. So <laughs> Probably going to be a shorter episode today, guys, but that's fine. Yeah, it will, uh, it will probably be a really short one. But, but yeah, that's cool. They don't all have to be long. So it's fine. Yeah. You're sitting here to hang out with us. You know, maybe you got stuff to do. This will be an episode uh, that you can listen to and get back to what you're doing. So, All right. What's first, Daniel? First up, uh, we have the Ghost of Tsushima movie. Uh, Chad Stileski, which is the director, uh, they now have a uh, a writer with uh, Takashi Dosher. Uh Takashi Dosher is set to write the screenplay for Sony Pictures and PlayStation Productions film adaptation of the highly uh, successful action game Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, 
the project is in early development. Um, like I said, Chad Stoletsky is going to be the director. Pierre Kang is overseeing the project on behalf of the studio. Um, Dosher's recent screenplay, Blue, is currently in development with HBO and MGM and is a twist on a Japanese monster movie. But previously, Dosher wrote and directed a romantic sci-fi romance only starring Frida Pinto and Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, his debut feature, Still, starring Madeleine Brewer, is still available on Hulu. Uh, he, is also, he also wrote and directed a documentary, A Fighting Chance, which aired on ESPN. Um... But yeah, so this movie is uh, making making developmental uh, steps here. We have a director, we have a writer. Uh, hopefully, maybe soon we'll be getting uh, casting news and, and and all that good stuff. How do you feel about uh, who they should cast as Jin Sakai? Do you think they should keep the guy? Uh, they should keep uh, the guy who was him in the. In the uh, in the game, because you know he literally is him. Or do you think character. they should go for somebody else? No, no, no. Go with the actor for the game, man. Like he knows the role inside now, but faster than like you could with probably like anybody you cast, right? Like he probably lived mm-hmm. that character while yeah. they made that game for however long it takes to make that game, right? Um, you have to get into like, especially because that character, years, you know? that character has layers, right? From where he starts to where he ends. That character is complicated. Like, in the game, they make it simple to digest, but when you look at the subtleties of it, he goes from honorable samurai to the ghost. And that's not necessarily an easy thing to do. And it's got a lot of layer. It's got a lot of depth to it. Um, and that is the person that has lived that in the video game, uh, that, that you know that has studied that character inside now. Um, as long as he can do like the stunts and stuff, or, or not necessarily the stunts, but can do like the choreography and stuff, then why wouldn't you cast him? You'd be crazy not to, because that dude is the dude. That is the character. That is Jin. Um, I'm pretty sure you feel the same. Yes, on that. How do you feel about it, Daniel? Um, yeah, I think it will make sense to keep Daisuke. Uh, Daisuke Suji is the. Uh... The actor who uh, portrayed him in the game, and yeah, like you said, he literally is Jin. So mm-hmm. it would he 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 lived with Jin, and he was Jin for years as they were, you know, making this game. So I feel like it would make sense to keep him. Um. So I I, I don't really need them to recast it nor would I want them to. I think you just you stick with Daisuke and, and, and you know uh continue that going. Um so yeah I I I'm down for them to keep him. Um as for the writer that which is the, the main thing we're talking about I haven't really seen much of his stuff to be honest. So I don't really have one strong opinion one way or the other. Uh, about his, you know, writing abilities. Uh, but I like Chad Seleski, you know, he's he's the fucking mm-hmm. John Wick director, and he's going to be directing this movie, so that has me excited, you know, because hopefully we're going to get some great fucking action from this, you know? Yeah. Along with the incredible story that is the Ghost of Tsushima, so I'm I'm all for that, man. So, I, I you know, as long as they can adapt the, the, the game 
into the movie well, which is, you know, it's always a tough task when you try to get a, right? a, a game. That How do you squish like, down that much, many so hours of gameplay down you into... squeeze it into like two hours yeah. or like 15 minutes or something, right? You know, so, it, you know, it is what it is. I mean, ho- I, I kind of hope for the movie to be like two hours and a half or something at least, just so you can kind of mm-hmm. get a little more in there. But yeah, I mean, it's it's always a tough task trying to adapt something like that. Something that's, you know, you have, you spend so much time with like a video game, which is something that's a movie, you know, a movie that's only two hours or, you know, and, and however long. But um, I have faith in the project. I, 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 I want them to do good. I want them to succeed. I hopefully they. Uh, I want them to make a billion dollars because I want more video game movies that are good. Right. Yeah, so I, I want, want this to be good. I want this to be good. And I'll hopefully they keep Daisuke. So I'm. You know, we'll 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 definitely be uh, keeping up with the news for this movie because I'm all about it, and I know Josh is. So we're gonna definitely, definitely uh, be be giving you guys some some updates on that when there is some. Sure. Uh, yeah. Moving on, though, if you have nothing more to add on to that, Josh, I sure don't. Let's go with that. Uh, moving on from that, uh, we have our Wonder Twins have been cast for DC. DC's Wonder Twins has cast KJ Appa and Isabel May. Uh, so you guys uh, may or may not recognize KJ Appa from uh, Riverdale. He is Archie from Riverdale. And then uh, Isabel May is from uh, 1883, I believe, which I have not seen. I still got to watch that. Out. Yeah. I, I want to check that out because I hear good things, but I have not checked it out yet. But those are the two. Those are our Wonder Twins right there. Both of them will be uh, will be our Wonder Twins for DC in the HBO Max film. Um, Adam Seitkiel, uh, I believe is how you pronounce that. I apologize if I mispronounced that. But he worked on the script for Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam. He will be writing and directing the Wonder Twins. Uh, Marty Bowen and Wick Godfrey are producing. Uh, but Zan and Jaina introduced in Hanna Barbera's 1970s the all-new Super Friends Hour uh, where the young companions uh, were teaming up with uh, classic heroes like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and, and so on and so forth. You know, you know them for their famous Wonder Twins, uh, Wonder Twin Power Activate, uh, you know, catchphrase. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have chosen Archie as, as a fucking Wonder Twin myself, but I mean, surely they know something we don't, which is why they were cast. So we'll see, man. I don't know. That dude, we shall that, see. That dude was probably like, Get me out of Riverdale, they won't let yeah, it right? end. I want out of here. <laughs> He's grabbing the first thing he can, they throw a lifeboat to him, fucking the thing. Um, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a lot of necessarily faith in this movie, but we'll see. Um, I mean, yeah, I. I don't understand the twins. I don't understand I why this is getting a movie. Where's Booster Gold? God damn it! Where's his movie? <laughs> why are we doing the Wonder Twins? Give me Booster. Fuck. We're getting. We're getting. Um... We're getting fucking uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Blue Beetle. So maybe you'll get Booster Gold at some point. Uh, uh right. I, well, man, that, I can't wait for that. But movie. Blue Beetle. What I was gonna say is like, um, 
it's DC, so I'm gonna be watching it regardless of whether it's good or not. So I'm just gonna, yeah. you know, I'm gonna, check it I'm out. gonna give it a shot. We'll see. I'll, I'll watch it at least once, just just to watch it. Um, Are they gonna have the purple outfits? I look. I mean, they got to right. They have. They to. better. Yeah, they better as well. I mean, I I don't want to see none of this uh, none of this X Men from the 2000s where they give them all the black suits, bro. I don't want to see that. You better give them their their their. their... They don't have to be exactly accurate, but I no. better get the vibe and the essence of of the of their of their classic costumes, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. What I'm saying. Yeah. We'll see. So yeah, we shall see indeed. We shall see indeed, 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 indeed. Anyway, um. We can move on from that as well. Um, next thing is we have a trailer and a poster from Marvel Studios' Love and Thunder. This is actually the last thing that we have. Yeah, uh, here for the movie news. Dropped, dropped this morning. I actually reacted to this trailer. Josh did as well. So, so did you I. Check out our, our reactions. Go ahead and do that. If, I think if you want, you should show the poster first before the trailer. Yeah, let's do it. Let me throw the poster. That way you can do that. I like it. I like the, I like the poster. Looks good. Very colorful. This movie looks very colorful in general, though. It's a cool poster. I would hang that on my wall. I love how colorful it is. Yeah, it looks um, good. He, there he is with Stormbreaker and his, like, you know. The new outfit looks cool. Super um, like '80s suit that he's wearing. I love it. You know, it. With, the, with the jacket and the, everything. Yeah, it looks 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 looks. It good. doesn't like look like those generic ass posters we get a lot of the time. We get fucking posters that look like they're cut and paste. This looks like yeah. it would only work with Thor, right? Like with the logo, uh, with the outfit, with the lightning, with the color. This is something that feels unique to him, and not like this is a copy and paste from five other fucking movies that we get often. We we talk about posters on here a lot. Um yeah. and especially when we look at the old school posters, which we probably will in a, in the second half of the show, but yeah, that's the poster. I like it. A lot. And then we have a teaser. Yeah, we have the trailer, yeah. Yeah, the teaser trailer. Throw that up so we can check it out. And also, yeah, Loki in the chat it says it's very '80s metal rock band vibe. Oh yeah, 100%. I dig it a lot. Um, this looks good. Looks good indeed. If you're not interested in the teaser, come back in about a minute and a half because we're gonna watch it and we're gonna talk about it. So really, come back in a minute. But for the most part, um, yeah, it's the last thing we have for the movie news, so we're probably gonna talk about it for a little yeah. bit. So definitely. All right, uh, definitely Daniel, you can. Count us down on it. So uh, let me, yeah, let, let me let me do that. Uh, really quickly. Uh, all right, three, two, one, play. These hands were once used for battle. I like how they showed like young Thor into like the current Thor. You get to see like his classic costume in the middle of that. Exactly. Really cool. the, the moment I heard this guitar riff, I was like, "Oh, we're going fucking, we're going this, yeah. <laughs> we're going Guns and Roses." <laughs> I want to choose my own path, live in the moment, 
days are over. Oh man, I can't wait to see Zeus and all the right? other gods. It's gonna be great. You ever feel lost? New Asgard looks cool. This this shot right here, like <laughs> I lost my shit. This oh, with, with with Thor? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's I fucking that's lost it. Hilarious, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> the timing was so funny. The uh, new Asgard, Loki, new Asgard. Pretty cool. Pretty cool trailer. Quick. Uh, I was like, that's all I need. Like, I'm sold on this movie anyway. I was going to see it. I would have went and saw this without a trailer. But with a trailer, definitely going to see it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I. So, what are your thoughts, Daniel? Do you, what do you want to talk about this trailer? Anything? Anything that you um, want to mention? I just... So, I like that we got a little little quick look at the mighty Thor at the end there. Jane Foster's Thor. Um, I thought it was interesting that they did not show... I mean, I guess it's a teaser, so they don't have to show him, but Gore the God Butcher, you know? Yeah, Christian they Bale's, don't show him at all. Christian Bale's villain is not in here at all. Which, I mean, like I said, you don't have to because it's just a teaser. Well, but... here's... Here's here's the thing. They gave us they gave us Jane, so that, that that's 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 cool, I guess. I I imagine it it sounds like from what I've heard and read and listened to that they may have had to redo his look a little bit, and he may not be ready to show in a tra a trailer yet. Uh, um, so we'll see about that. because I've seen leaked pictures of uh, uh, well not well I don't know if they're leaked or not, but I've seen like his action figure already you know yeah so we'll kind of see how he looks in that um but yeah uh i think also look at fucking natalie portman here man she's got some guns on her right look at that mm -hmm. look, look, at, look at look at her arm right there man but no she looks cool in that outfit um i'm 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 here for the Asgardians of the galaxy as well, you know, mixing the mm -hmm. mixing the Guardians with Thor and then all them. It was really cool. I noticed that uh, we had uh, it's pretty much the same. Uh, the we've had pretty much the same Guardian team, but obviously instead of Gamora, we have Nebula, and then you got Kra I saw Kraglin in here at some point as well, and then Korg's back, so that's always good. Um, there was also at like the at the like forty second mark, dude. That is a hell of a shot right there. I love the look of that place. That looks fucking cool, man. Yeah, here or forty one second mark or whatever. Yeah, forty one second mark. Look at that. Here as well. Also looks at, pretty cool. Yeah, that that looks like New Asgard, but like the forty-one second mark, I'm like, dude, that is a beautiful shot. That is great. Yeah, this one right and here. Yeah, an, an, another thing you notice from this movie is that it's very colorful, very vibrant, very bright. 
which makes a whole lot of sense. Um, yeah, I'm just, I, I'm excited. I'm, 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 to be honest, I'm just glad we finally got to see something for this movie because I remember we were talking about it on Discord. I forget when, like, like not long ago, but like, I was like, "Yo, this movie's coming out in July, and we still haven't seen a thing for it." So, yeah, I was just wanting to see something. And I'm glad that we finally got something for it. Uh, looks good, like like we thought it would. Um, I also really like the shot at 14 seconds. That's a beautiful, beautiful little shot too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited to see where where we go, you know, on on this journey. So, yeah, I'm here for it. You got what do you got to add on to it? Not a whole lot. Like I'm pretty excited to check it out uh, when it releases. Um, also, everybody and their mom is going to be wearing that, that shirt that Thor has on right here. Like, if they can find it, everybody's going to be rocking the vest and the shirt that he rocks. Because yeah. it looks like normal, it looks like normal people clothes. Like, this Thor is going to be yeah. very easy to cosplay. Look at Korg <laughs> yeah. over here. Look, Korg has on a belt of giant strength. Uh, that's what that is. It's got the ram <laughs> head on pants, it. Dude. Look at those that? pants, yeah. I don't know. He's got ramskin boots and like uh uh like a little cloak thingamajig on his uh uh shoulders there. Definitely lots of uh interesting outfits and, and, and whatnot. Um, yeah. Yeah. What what is the scene where they're on the boat? Where's this happening at? There's a fucking kraken over here, by the way. In the back. I don't know. I didn't even there, see this. There's some, there's, there's some pirate shit going on, and there's some blue-haired girl that he just kisses. I'm like, I, I, I am very curious about that because I was watching the trailer. I was trying to figure out who that girl was, and I, I cannot. I was like, who and the look, hell is that? It is obviously pirate adventure stuff, but look, it's a fucking gun on the side of the boat. So like, where's this at? <laughs> like, yeah, there's a kraken back here. Is this a dream sequence? I'm like, my brain went. Is this a dream sequence? Or something weird. Like, he's all dressed up like a pirate. It's the only scene, I feel like, in the whole trailer that is like, we're on a boat. In the whole trailer, it is the only scene. (laughs) This girl just swings in. Fucking. Yeah, I I don't know what's going on here, man. It's it's definitely. (laughs) Definitely a weird scene, but I'm I'm, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for some. Mm -hmm. I'm here for some MCU pirate shit get more of that man when do we get in the pirate movie man we, we got pretty much every other damn movie in the mcu let's, let's, let's get something else going on but anyway yeah it looks good uh there's thor and korg and valkyrie and everything and them, yeah so them here at the i guess olympus i don't know what it's actually called in the mcu i assume it's called olympus right like, um yeah i'm just I'm, I'm i can't wait to see zeus and all those other fuckers man it's gonna be great Oh, they're gonna get murdered as fuck. Give That's us, gonna be great. <laughs> give us, give us Hercules. Give us Hercules, especially after reading Civil War, man. Mm-hmm. Thou anyway, uh... no Thor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, that is our movie That's news, cool. man. Unless you want to add in anything else onto uh, that. Let's... Nah, man. I don't think there's anything else has dropped. I can take a quick peek, sees if we want to for really quick. But yeah, I doubt there's anything really. Like I, I don't think anybody be wants to go up against Thor today. So, um, yeah. uh, 
32 minutes ago, Jason Momoa is to star in a Minecraft movie for Warner Brothers. I guess, apparently what? that's a thing. Ah, yeah. Wow. That's a thing. Here it is. I'll okay. give you the article. We can talk about that yeah, if you cool. want to. I wasn't expecting yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we might as well. It dropped today. Let's do it. I, I, I'm actually curious. Let's see. I, I, okay. Jason Momoa to star in the Minecraft movie for Warner Brothers. Napoleon Dynamite filmmaker Jared Hess will direct. Huh. All right. Uh, unexpected. Uh, I don't know anybody. <laughs> I don't think anybody uh, uh, um, saw this nope. coming. Nope. Uh, nope. Not even me when I went to check the news just now. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if anything, it would you would think it would have been fucking what's his name, Chris Pratt, because they have him. They have him voice every fucking animated character now, right? All right. All right. Aquaman and Dune star Jason Momoa is lining up another tentpole uh, with Warner Brothers. The actors in final negotiations to star in the studio's live a- live action Minecraft movie. Oh. Uh Napoleon Dynamite Jared Hess or Napoleon Dynamite director filmmaker Jared Hess will direct the project. Uh Wow. Okay. I did not expect this to be live action. No, didn't expect that at all. I would figured it would be like the style of the game, but how do you make a live action Minecraft movie? How does that work? Is it just gonna be like the Lego movie where like you have like people playing with like like actual like Lego and stuff or like know. did you watch the Lego movie? Do you know what I'm trying to say with that? Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, like the like is it gonna work like that or is it gonna like between how the two you, worlds? Or is it gonna be like the Sanic movie where it's like I, I don't know. This is a I'm I'm, I'm I. I don't know what to think of this because I, I I would be more for it if it was an actual like like if it wasn't live action. But now that I now that we know that it is kind of live action, I'm kind of conflicted. I don't I don't know. Are they gonna I make him know. have a square head? Is he just gonna be squares? Square. That is uh... <laughs> like what are they gonna do with this? This is weird. I have no clue. I've never played. I've never even played Minecraft. This is bizarre, to be honest. I, I, it's weird. I didn't even know they were making a Minecraft movie. So unexpected is what it is. Okay, so that is that. Uh, I guess. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's the only other news I can find, guys. So I think that's the news. We're gonna end on something right. fucking weird. Uh, that's fine with me, man. Let's uh, be. We'll be back with Chinatown, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to take a break, I guess. We'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. Um, We'll be talking Chinatown. I'll put some music on. I'll run some ads. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere, guys. Hello, everyone. We are back here with the second half of our show. We're going to be talking about... We seen... We seen a movie this past week. I watched it. it. I watched it yesterday, or rather, I seen it yesterday, and um, it is 1974, um, Chinatown, with Jack Nicholson, John Huston, Faye Dunaway, um, one of the classic movies that people talk about, um uh noir because we got in that noir kick right yeah 
Um, oh, I, I, dude, I love noir stuff. Like uh, from from the minute this movie opened with the op- opening credits, I was like, yes. So, John Houston Daniel, who plays, I'm sure you probably uh, realize this. No, uh, yeah. Noah Cross um, yeah, was yeah. the director of the Maltese Falcon. Um, oh. uh, and is big in the noir, uh, those early noir films. Um, uh, so him being who he is in this movie and kind of being like the bad guy, he is a bad guy. He's actually a terrible person in this movie. Um, yes. So (laughs) China, Chinatown is super dark, by the way. It it has a fucking dark ass ending. (laughs) Like the movie is dark. Yeah. I was like, yo, is that it? I was like, I was like, I was like, this can't be it. Like this can't be the way it ends. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, as it was ending, I was like, "What the fuck is going on, dude? Like, this is so crazy. It's 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 a fucking crazy movie, though. Like, they have that twist where, like, oh man, I, I before we get into all that, I, I guess, I guess we should, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, talk about other stuff. But damn, yeah. Well, here's the question: cool. Did you like the movie? I I did. I did like the movie. Dude, I do like. I've never also seen like it before. This is, this is my first time watching it. Uh, for those of you out there wondering, here's what the poster looks like uh, for it. By the way, poster's fucking awesome for Chinatown. Um, it has Nicholson on the poster smoking a cigarette, and the smoke from the cigarette comes up and forms the hair and face of uh, Faye Dunaway's character. Um, it's a pretty dope noir poster. Yeah. Um. Chinatown. It's Chinatown, Jake. Which, uh, they never really, I mean, it's kind of explained what that means, Chinatown. Like, it's mentioned um, a little bit, but yeah, the movie uh, is great. It's one of my favorites, even though it ends so terribly dark. It Um, does, man. But uh, yeah, this is a pre-World War II it is uh movie set in like the late 30s i believe right somewhere in there it's it's like a little bit loose seven or something it's a little say. bit loose because it it, bar- it borrows from different time periods in like the uh, there's a little bit of the 20s in there there's some of the 30s in there but it's mostly like the, i think the 30s um because yeah. i was reading a bit and it was like yeah it's not, it doesn't have like a definitive time period but it's kind of kind of thrown in pre uh, like World War Two and stuff like that. So like the thirties, late thirties. Yeah. So we have uh, a de- private detective who gets himself into a load of crazy shit. Uh, mm-hmm. It was played by, or who is yeah played by Jack Nicholson. Uh, the character is called the uh, Giddies, right? J J Jake Giddies. Yeah. Yeah. And much like most noir movies, it all opens up and starts with a lady, a woman, mm. a hiring woman. our a woman hiring our gumshoe for a for a job for something going on. And JJ's like JJ mostly seems to like investigate like people having affairs right so like it opens up with like fucking polly from (laughs) rocky by the way 
uh, in this movie is is looking through these photos of his wife having an affair with a with a, a, a another man, right? And like he hired JJ yeah. to like hunt him down and like. JJ for being a private investigator is actually kind of sympathetic in a lot of cases like like he doesn't even make Curly like pay him which kind of comes up later in the latter half of the movie um it's kind of interesting uh but yeah JJ Gettys I think he's like a former cop um uh and he's he's got a private investigative office he has two dudes that work for him which I I hadn't seen the movie in a while, and I forgot he had two dudes that worked for him because they they only mentioned like a little bit. Um, but yeah, he's hired by this lady, claiming to be a Mrs. Mulray, um, to investigate her husband, who she thinks is having an affair. And JJ kind of follows him around, um, and. Ends up at like a public meeting where they're talking about a new dam uh, uh, and stuff like that. Sees water being dumped into the ocean at times. And like, this is set in like LA, right? Which, uh, yeah. Hmm. Which, like, I was like, okay, cool. I want, I want Daniel LA to speak movie. to that. Yeah. So they, they were when, in, early in the movie when they're talking about, you know, LA is a desert, you know, it kind of like made me wonder, like, man. What would like all these places that had that now in our current times have all these giant cities and you know all these man-made structures and shit? Like I, I was like, I wonder how like stuff would look like if we didn't have any of this shit around, you know? But um, uh, you know, and then them talking about the drought, I'm like, yep, that that's still that's still a thing, you know? We're, we're, we're still a fucking building a fucking drought. <laughs> Um. So yeah, that 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 I thought that was pretty funny, and it was cool. I mean, you know, I always love when stuff is set out here because you know I'm from here, so it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, you know, we're gonna be. And then, dude, when they're in the fucking the courtroom and the sheep start piling in, dude, I was dying, man. Oh yeah, that was that was, <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was hilarious. Like, like get them out of here. <laughs> I was like, sheep in L.A. Well, that's the '30s. Um... Yeah. And yeah, granted, my funny. my knowledge of the history of your state is not at all, or even that town, good at all. Um, no. So I thought you would find it interesting that it's set in LA in like the 30s, and they're talking yeah, about drought LA, and water like, oh, and, cool. yeah. and yeah, and yeah, money. Yeah. And the whole the whole deal the the reason the film is like called Chinatown is like. They would walk the beat in Chinatown, and they'd be like, "There's, it's just the whole system is like dirty, right? Like it's 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 corrupt." Uh, so when when they refer to something being Chinatown, it's like just let it go. There's nothing you can do. That's kind of like how, what the end of the movie sets up. It's like, well, there's nothing you can do because even if you have proof, which you don't, like throughout the course of the movie, JJ is trying to find proof of this thing that happens. Which to get back to the movie. He follows Mr. Mulray around, takes photos of him with a young woman, um, and they, those images are published in the newspaper, and then J.J. is confronted by the real Mrs. Mulray, who is Faye Dunaway. Not the lady that hired him. The lady that hired him was a fake. Um, 
whose real name I believe comes up later is Ida Sessions um, in the movie. Um, and so she, the real Mrs. Mulray, gets really mad and threatens to sue JJ. And then this sets off Jake, JJ, Mr. Geddes, like off at in search of a real target, trying to figure out who set him up. He didn't like being made a fool of and like has a reputation and all that. Do you remember the the scene in like the barber chair uh, when he starts an argument with the other guy, even though he's getting shaved? I'm like, Jack, get all pissed off at this. Oh, other yeah. Dude. yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, I believe the other guy is a producer on the film that they put in the movie. Hmm. Um, he's like a banker and he's like giving shit to Jake. He's like, man, you did like ruining lives or some shit like that. I can't remember the Which exact man, line. And then he's like, you fucking JJ, that dude just gets involved in all kinds of shit, man. When he was getting the shit beat out of him by the farmers, dude, I was like, my dude, like you're out numbered here. Like what the, like what are you going to do, man? He's good. Those farmers were whooping his ass. I mean, they were shooting at his car. <laughs> when he crashed his car into the tree, dude, I was like, oh no, dude. My original, I was like, uh, how are, are you going to get out of this? And of my course, original you know, thought for this, my original thought for this is like JJ goes through the movie and gets his ass kicked a lot. That is not necessarily true. He throws down with Claude at one point and beats the fuck out of him. Like he, well, he's like, true. he does. He he throws the ja- it's it's kind of like the only big fight he wins. He throws the jacket over him and just kicks the ever living shit out of Claude. Which when you're in a fight for your life, you're gonna fight any way you can, dirty or not. Um, and really the only time he kind of gets beat up is like when he's outnumbered or they have guns or a knife on him. Like, um, oh dude, speaking of the knife, when he got his nose cut, dude, I was like, ah, yeah. They don't cut away from oh, it. Man. You think they're going to cut away nope. from it. They fucking don't. Hey, they just show it. It just blood just squirts all over his face. Um, he's on the floor grabbing his nose and shit. And you're like, damn, they just they just did that. Mm-hmm. Because I, get... like, I didn't think I didn't think they were actually going to do it. I thought he was just going to like, I don't know, give him a warning or like maybe like kind of like maybe like if he was going to cut him, I think I thought it was going to be like a little cut or something. Right? I didn't think he was just going to go whoop. And I'm like, ah, you know, his little nose and everything. But nope, they went for it, dude. So yeah, that was that was that was nuts. My thought process was, how sharp is that fucking knife? Because it goes through his nose, no problem. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they cut off. Not they don't cut off his nose, but they cut his nose. Like they, they like. Yeah, no. If, if they cut off his doing... nose, that'd be a different different story, right there. Yeah, they don't cut off his nose, but it. They just figure yeah, him a little he's, bit. He's got to like, he's got to like wrapped up and shit. And it gets, and that's where you get the iconic shot. Whenever I've heard of this movie, I always thought, even though I hadn't seen it until like fairly recently, and even in terms of our retro uh, watches, is like he has a bandage on his nose, and that's the that's the famous image that I always think of when I think of Chinatown. Is Jack Nicholson has his nose wrapped up and like looking at the camera. Because he spends the rest of the movie with it wrapped up for the most part. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, the, the what eventually ends up happening is like Mr. Mulray, the guy that Gettys is following around, ends up dead. Uh, s- kind of setting off this mystery of who killed him. Um, and Jake is investigating it and he kind of gets, he gets hired by the real Mrs. Mulray and they kind of start getting along and I'm kind of fast forwarding a bit through it. Cause I, I don't want to spoil a whole lot, even though we're definitely going to spoil the ending when we talk about it. 
Um, yeah. uh, he gets a call from like Ida Sessions, who is the lady that was the fake Mrs. Mulray, and she's like trying to tell him that she wants like somebody to, to check the day's obituaries for a clue, uh, which he gets out of a newspaper, but she won't tell him who hired her. Um, and then Gettys eventually learns that Mr. Mulray was once a business partner of uh, Mrs. Mulray's like father, Noah Cross. Mm-hmm. Who might be one of the worst villains I've ever seen in a movie. And when I say worse, I, I mean, mean evil. Um, he is he is the despicable man. He he knows right from wrong and chooses to do wrong. Like he is that kind of character. Like he doesn't care about morals at all. He doesn't care about how much money he has at all, even though he has a vast amount. He doesn't care about any of that. Um uh, so Gettys is like Cross, so Gettys goes to see Cross, and Cross offers to uh, pay Gettys like more money to search for like this Mr. Mulray's, who he thinks is mistress at the time, the young girl he took photos of. Um, and as Gettys is investigating different things, he uh, comes across the like at the Hall of Records, like some recently changed ownership of an orange grove, uh, or sorry, and then he ends up going to an orange grove in the valley, and he's attacked. This is when the farmer fight happens. Um, because he yeah, he talks to one of the area. dudes at the water department. He's like, "Yeah, sometimes we have to. We're diverting on the on the sly some water up to the to help out the orange grove farmers, uh, which is not true. They're actually dumping water into the ocean. They're creating an artificial drought. Um, is what's happening. A little bit, but um, so Gettys is up there to investigate, and like the landowners, like they end up. He ends up being chased by a bunch of like big bulky farmer guys and gets his ass kicked and because uh, they think he's a bad guy. They think he's from the water department and like su- supply sabotaging their water, right? So um Yeah. Um So as Gettys kind of deduces this stuff as he kind of comes around, he deduces that the water department is drying up the land so that they can buy it cheaply. Um and that when Mr. Mulray uncovered this, he was murdered. Um, and the thing that the Ida Sessions gives him in the newspaper when she's like, check the uh, obituaries, he finds that a recently deceased person has been buying up some of the land, even though they were dead when the purchase was made. Um, so they kind of go in there and trying to figure that stuff out. And a lot of it is like really hard to like explain like there's just a lot of like we're sleuthing around and we're trying to figure out what all this is um mm. which you know what's an interesting thing about notice about this movie mm. is that i th- i'm pretty sure that in that fucking jack nicholson or, or you know jj giddies is in every scene of this movie right he is you are he is he is he's like you so as he learns things you yeah. learn things yeah, and... so you're kind of like you're kind of like with him, and then like there's like some certain shots in the movie that you're kind of like, like his point of view, like you're like on his shoulders or something, kind of like looking yeah. at like you know what's happening, like yeah, like you say, like as as we find out or as he finds out about stuff, we find out about stuff. So yeah, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool, you know, that he's 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 all all around in this movie, like he yeah, he's in every scene pretty much. It's almost like you're there in the movie. They shoot it that way. That's why you get a lot of cameras. A lot of angles where you're behind him and like, or over his shoulder, like you're there with him. Um, yeah. It's kind of like a self-insert almost. Um, mm. 
But yeah, they, they bluff their way into the retirement home, and what they're doing is, like, people are... All these people are kind of like... Look, as you get old, you kind of lose your mind a little bit. Sometimes you get dementia and stuff like that. So they're kind of being used to buy, purchase up this land over time. Um, uh, but yeah, like, the, the doctor gets suspicious, and he calls out Claude, and... And, like, the doctor is obviously in on it. Like, there's a lot of people that are in on the bad guy side that end up in this movie. Like, I'm pretty sure there's some crooked cops. Uh, the doctor's obviously been paid off by some guys uh, to tip them off if anything suspicious happens. Like, there's a lot of a lot of dudes that are kind of, like, rats, right? So, yeah. Uh, Gettys and Mrs. Moray walk outside, and they get accosted by Claude, and that's when... That's when JJ kind of wins his only fight in the series where he just beats the ever living fuck out of Claude here. He's the shit out of that guy, yeah. I'm like, thank God he gets a win. He gets a win against the big man too, because Claude is no slouch. But he he like pulls the, his coat over him and just beats the shit out of him. Like fucking case the shit out of him. Um uh and, and while that's happening, uh Faye Dunaway and Mrs. Moray grabs the car, and then like here comes some more thugs, and like Jack Nicholson just jumps on the... Like, she doesn't even slow down, man. She, he just jumps on the car, and they're getting shot at by, like, some of the thugs. Um, yeah, and they just they just get out of there, man. He's like... Mm -hmm. He kind of sees them, and then he's, like, ready to get out of there. She brings in the car, he hops on, and they're out, man. Like, mm -hmm. we gotta get out of here. There's it's so there. fast, and I'm like... I often, I often think when they do a situation in a movie, I'm like, would I be able to manage this? Thinking about myself personally. And I was like, I would have went flying off that car if she was driving that fast while I was trying to grab onto it. Um, uh, but they end up back at, uh, at like her house and they end up sleeping together, which is the classic noir moment. You always classic. sleep with the lady. Um, oh, it seems to almost always happen. Um... And during the night, Mrs. Mulray gets a, a phone call. But before she leaves, she warns Gettys that her father is dangerous. Like, she tries. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about this movie. M Mrs. Mulray, throughout this entire movie, whenever she talks about her father, she stammers. And so there's obviously some trauma there. It's very subtle. Yeah. Like, she stammers. She has a hard time getting the words to come out whenever she talks about him. And, uh... Yeah. So if you watch the movie back after, I, I kind of curious of what you would notice if you watched it again, Daniel. After having yeah, seen no, it, yeah. After time. knowing, yeah, because because that now that you mentioned that, I'm like, huh. Like I noticed it a few times, but like, yeah, I, I, it, it'd be interesting if like you know, I, I I you know, looking back after you've seen it already, mm -hmm. you know, see what you miss. Because I mean, there's every time you rewatch a movie, you always notice more stuff than you did the first time, right? Yes. But um. Yeah, no, that's 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 interesting. That's really cool. Um, um another thing I noticed at this point in the movie uh is that uh Mrs. Moray goes to get in the shower and Jake goes out to the car and he breaks the tail light, right? He doesn't break the light bulb in it, but he breaks like the, the red light, the red covering that would reflect red, so he can follow the car easier. Um, in the night, uh, because it's fucking pitch black. So Mrs. Mulray leaves, and Jake is following her now. And they go to a house, and he he sees the the young girl that um 
that Mr. Mulray we see early in the movie where he takes photos of with him with uh with her. And he sees Mrs. Mulray like comforting her. Um uh and uh at some point during this like uh Jake confronts her about because he thinks it's the the mistress, right? He thinks uh Mr. Mulray's mistress is being held hostage by Mrs. Mulray. Um but uh, Mrs. Mulray claims that it, it, the the girl is her sister, Catherine. Um, um, and I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember the movie. What happens next? Uh, I think Jake goes home, right after he's he kind of buys this story, and there, there's some more little dialogue that happens in between. It's not like she tells him that and he's just gone, but I can't remember the actual dialogue on it. Um, but he goes home and goes to, like, actual sleep. Um, and, like, somebody calls him that he doesn't recognize. And they're like, hey, Ida Session wants to talk to you. And he's like, well, if she wants to talk to me, she talked to me at my office. And he hangs up on her on the phone. And then and then the phone rings again. And he's like, he gives an address. And Jake goes back to sleep. And the next day, he goes to her apartment. And he finds Ida dead at the apartment. So Ida Sessions is the fake Mrs. Moray. That originally hired Jake. I know it's kind of hard to follow because it's a lot going on, but um, uh, so Jake finds her body, but the cops are also there. They're the ones that actually called him over. They were like trying to trying to like uh, figure out why his phone number is on Ida's wall because they have the phone number written up, and and Jake is kind of lying and 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 misdirecting them a little bit. Uh, um, it is at this point that we learn from. Lieutenant Escobar, who is like the cop, uh, that the coroner found salt water in Mr. Mulray's lungs. Right, yeah. I missed the plot point early in the movie. Early on in the movie, when 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 Jake originally goes to Mr. Mulray's house, he's outside and there's a pond thing in the middle of the grass. And there's groundskeepers, and they kind of play with language. The, 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 some of the language is is problematic at times uh, a little bit. So like uh, they make fun of like some accents and stuff through the movie. And like some of this is like shows like yeah. this is why life was like in the thirties. It wasn't always like squeaky clean. There's, like there's the whole like, uh, you know, uh, was Chinaman thing that uh, mm -hmm. JJ talks about at one point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, he goes, Originally in Mr. Mulray's house, early on in the movie, he goes there, and one of the guys says, uh, salt water bad for grass, as he's kind of working around the pond or something like that. Um, and Jake just kind of brushes it off as nothing. He notices something in the water, but kind of like, ah, he ends up running into Mrs. Mulray at that point and talking with her. So fast forward back to where we are in the movies. Uh, the, the coroner has found salt water in Mr. Mulray's lung, indicating that he did not drown in that fresh... Because they found his body in a freshwater reservoir, right? So they fish him out of there. And uh, when the coroner checks him out, he's like, oh, hey, wait, this guy has salt water in his lungs. That doesn't make any sense. Because um, that's freshwater. Should be freshwater in his lungs. Um, so Escobar suspects Mrs. Mulray of murdering him and tries yeah. to get Gettys to, like, produce her. Like, get her, get her, like, up. Uh, um, but, 
Gettys returns to the mansion and doesn't find Mrs. Moray there and says find the servants picking up the house. And he discovers that that garden pond that he saw earlier is saltwater. And in the pond are a pair of eyeglasses, indicating that Mr. Mulray was, in fact, drowned in this pond. Um, so then he confronts Mrs. Mulray. He ends up back at that house where, where Catherine is, right? Um, so he goes and confronts Mrs. Mulray about it. Uh, about his, about the, the girl. Like, was it really Hollis's mistress? And what? But Mrs. Mulray changes her story and starts to claim that it's her daughter instead. And, of course, we go back to this 1930s, I'm gonna slap you till you tell me the truth bit. Um, Dude. Which, by the way, when he, when, when, when he was, like, telling her, I want the truth, all I could think of was because it's the same actor. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. So Gettys like yeah, slaps her like slapping the you slapping the shit out of yes. her. Yes, I was like, you don't gotta slap her that many times, bro. Like, fuck, man. Like, like I he get, would like, slap I, her and she'd say one thing. Damn. He'd slap her and she'd say the other thing because he's trying to put it together. And yeah, but it's like fuck, you gotta slap her that many times, bro. And dude. He like, hits geez. her so like. Here's the thing. Here's how acting is really great. Is like he hits her so hard, she looks genuinely dazed. Right? Like, yeah. when he slaps her. Like, she, like... She looks like somebody actually hit her. Um, uh, Did she so actually be slapped? Rough. I don't know. Like, like when they were when they, when they were uh, filming it? Because, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, she got, like, my, the shit slapped. My brain went... That, my brain went... Surely they didn't slap her that many times, right? But they may have. I don't know. Um, actors are extreme sometimes. Um... I mean, they 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 could have. I mean, he probably didn't slap her like that many times for real, but he probably got in like the last the last one just to like you know make it seem like it or something. I don't know. I, I was just wondering though because if I did that, I want permission for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, he slaps her until she breaks down and reveals that Catherine is both her sister and her daughter, and that she has been abused as a child and ended up pregnant. Um, by yeah, her father. I, 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 I was like, that's when the I movie like, got oh, no. super dark. I was yeah. like, oh no, dude. Oh no. Yeah, that that was oof. Ooh, man. I was like, yo, this is this is a little this is a little crazy. I, I wasn't expecting that from this movie, man. I was just, I, I don't, I, I don't know what, I don't know what I was gonna, you know, expecting from this, but like, that was like, like I know noir is typically, you know, it, it it ain't gonna be sunshine and rainbows and shit. But like, that was that was something, man. That was something, dude. Mm -hmm. That reveal right there, I was like, fuck, dude. Like she's she's not only my my daughter, but she's my sister too. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Ugh. And that mr moray and and the daughter weren't having like an affair he was like a surrogate father to her um type of deal uh obviously it goes deeper than that but we're just kind of giving you like the, the the quick story points um yeah but she says those glasses are not moray's they're because he didn't wear bifocals um so jake at this point kind of tries to arrange for the women to flee um 
But he's made a mistake early right here in this movie, right here, right before he does the slapping bit. He calls the cops and gets the lieutenant on his way there. And then he finds all this out and is like, oh, I've made a mistake. So he, he kind of arranges for the women's to flee. Um, um, and to meet them in Chinatown. At this point, he calls Cross and tells him that he has found the girl. And, like, tells him to meet up. Um, and Jake, during this conversation with him, like, gets him to admit that Cross admits his intentions to incorporate the Northwest Valley of the into the city of Los Angeles and then irrigate and develop it. Um, and this is where Jake makes the mistake of the movie. Geddes confirms that the bifocals he found are Cross's and accuses Cross of murdering Mulray. So... This is where he fucks up. This is where Jake screws up. Because that is the only piece of evidence that he has to link Cross to the murder. And Cross now knows he has it. So what happens? Well, you don't think Cross came here alone. He has goons. Um, uh, so he has Claude take the glasses from Jake. Um, and then at this, at this point that they end up... Uh, uh, you know, being forced to go to Chinatown and the police yeah. are there and they like detain Jake and the girls are like loading up to get out of, uh, get out of, um, yeah, they're, they're going to the car and trying to, they're yeah, trying to escape. Leave. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Mrs. Moray at this point realizes that she has like, she has two choices, right? She can either attempt to escape or she can turn herself into the cops. She loses in both cases because Cross Cross Ooh. has the cops bought and paid for. And if yeah. she flees, she might have a chance at it. She might. Um, so she pulls a gun, takes a shot at Cross, and then gets in the car and starts to drive away. At which, which at that point, point before you, you continue, at that point I was like, all right, cool. We shot the dude. They're gonna they're gonna get out of here. But but <laughs> But Josh, <laughs> it's not to be. No, no. Um, the police open fire, which this is how I know those cops are cops are crooked, right? Because yeah, you're not gonna shoot at a car with a fucking civilian hostage in it, are you? Not unless somebody's paid you off. Uh, so the police open fire and they kill Mrs. Moray. She gets shot through the eye, which is mentioned earlier in the film. She has a flawed eye. Uh, she gets shot I through could that eye. Not Dude, when let me tell you, I when when I tell you that I was shooketh when that happened, bro. Mm -hmm. When when you when she's like, they're getting away, and I'm like, like I said, I was like, oh, she shot cross, and they're gonna leave. Cool. At least they're good. You know, I was like, oh, Giddy's is probably fucked, but they're good. And then they fucking shoot her, and then like the, you hear the car, like stop, and like you hear the the fucking horn, and like Catherine freaking out. And I was like, no fucking way, dude. Yeah, you know like, what's... No fucking way. You know what's happened before they, they even her, get to the car. They, yeah. they, you know what happens before you ever get to the car. Because there's only one reason that horn's going to be blowing. Um, I couldn't fucking believe it, dude. They Not only did they get her, but they got her through the fucking eye, dude. Through the head. I was like, mm -hmm. how, bro? I was like, how did this dude fucking... Not only, like... 
again, he not only hit her, but he fucking like basically executed her ass, bro, from long mm-hmm. distance. I was like, how did this happen, dude? That was so wild, man. Yeah, I I, I couldn't believe it, dude. It was it was crazy. Yeah, that whole ending so is nuts, dude. it's nuts. We get up to the car and like Gettys is like shell shocked at this point. Uh, Cross gets the girl and leads her away. Um, Lieutenant Escobar orders Gettys to be released from the cops. And at that point, we get the famous line as one of Gettys' uh, associates leads him away from the scene, telling him to forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. And that's how the movie ends! It ends, like, so... The bad guy wins. The monster wins at the end. Um... Just crazy, dude. There's not many, not many movies where you have the bad guy win. That's for sure, man. Mm-hmm. It's so a great movie, crazy. but it's dark as shit. Uh, the yeah. ending is a downer ending. It's not a happy ending. Um, um, throughout the movie, Jake quotes, "You know, do as little as possible," because it's because it's something that has to do with Chinatown, which is like Jake got involved in Chinatown. He was trying to help a girl. They talk about it in a scene early in the movie where he's like, he's trying to help a girl and it all goes sideways again. Uh, because Chinatown is like just such a corrupt, like part of the town, I guess is kind of how it is. And it's like a symbol for also how corrupt everybody is in this movie because the cops are crooked. Some of them are, I think Lieutenant Escobar is not crooked, but I definitely think his little henchman guy is, um, cross is so rich and powerful that he can do anything he wants. He ignores his morals. Uh, he ignores morals completely. He he's a monster. He abuses his daughter and and murders and gets away with it. Uh, um, and yeah, like if Jake, what would have happened if Jake had been able to hold on to those glasses? Would he have been able to prove that that Cross had? Because it's literally the only evidence in the entire movie that Cross had murdered Mulray. Would it have mattered at that point? Like, that dude is so rich and powerful and has corrupted so many people. Like, how would it have all shaken out in the end? You know? Um, who really knows how it's going to be? Um, yeah, Mrs. Mulray made the only choice she could, man. She's trying to flee with the kid. and Like, you got to take your shot. And she took it, and she ended up getting killed for it, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, yeah, I... You, 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 I feel like you got to, right? Like you, you got to, uh, you got to go for it. But yeah, that's uh, sucks, man. That's a crazy, crazy thing. So yeah, downer, downer ending. Um, movie's dark whole way through, but I, I like it for what it is. It's a noir movie. It's not meant to necessarily make you feel good. Um, yeah. It is a mystery that you're trying to solve as you watch. And kind of see how it ends. If you've never seen Chinatown, uh, we did we glassed over. I glassed over a bunch of plot points. So go check it out. There's a lot of great dialogue in the movie. Uh, a lot of great like noir type music in the movie. Yeah, if definitely if you're into noir movies, I definitely recommend checking it out. That's one of the big reasons why I like this movie, despite its like downer ending and like you know the bad guy wins kind of stuff. Is just like there's a lot of it's a, it's a very it's a very good noir movie. I and ultimately I really like this movie. The only, I would say the only bad, the only downside to this movie is that it's directed by Polanski. Fuck that guy. Yeah. But, yeah. Polanski. Fuck him, but. Polanski's a piece of shit. He's the guy with the knife in the movie. Uh, that is Polanski. Yeah. Um, so that's the, the only bad part about Chinatown. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, that, 
that's the downside um, of this movie. But other than that, like the movie itself was pretty good. Um, I thought it's one of my favorite Nicholson roles. Is him as uh, Jake yeah. Giddies. Which did you know? There's Jake a sequel Jake to this Jake. movie. It's not good, but there is a sequel. I did not. Called no, the Two Jakes. Um, oh. and it's a sequel, but I don't think it was really good. I think Jack Nicholson directed that one. Um. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I enjoy the movie. You know, the only knock is the is Polanski uh, was involved in yeah, it. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, yeah, it, it was definitely a very like. It was good, like for me watching it for the first time, because again, there was things that I didn't expect, and you know, like the whole ending and like that, like twist of the the the, the reveal of you know, uh, Faye Dunaway's character with with her dad and everything, and you know, it was yeah, it was it was good, man, and, and it was cool seeing like you know, L.A. from you know from the uh, from the thirties, right, pre pre World War Two, you know, with the with all that stuff going on, you know, private detective dealio. I enjoyed it, man. It was it was. So you want to know something interesting? Faye Faye Dunaway played uh, Bonnie Parker and and Bonnie and Clyde and dies in a fucking car ambush, right? Uh, and she gets killed in this yeah. movie in a car as well yeah. in the same like style. So it's like that's crazy, dude. Uh, yeah, I was like, wait, is that real? I was like, oh shit. Um, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, guys, that's that's Chinatown. Chinatown, um, 1974. Yeah, I, I, like, I just, I'm I like in it. general, just a big fan of noir stuff. Yeah, I, I, I'm I glad. Stuff. I find it kind of interesting that this was like our next noir movie after, like the Maltese Falcon, right? Since it had John Huston in it, who plays the fucking villain of all people at Chinatown, is the guy that yeah. directed. Really, kind of like is like the father in a lot of ways of noir movies. Um, he was involved with a lot of them. Um, God, does he play a good, good, just hateable villain? The dude is a monster in that movie, like an absolute monster. Um, so yeah, guys, that's Chinatown. Um, Check it out if you can if you can bear to get through the Roman Polanski crap. But other than that, if you cut him out of it, it's a pretty good movie. Um, uh, one of my favorite Nicholson roles for sure. Um, and it's a movie that keeps you guessing till the end if you've never seen it before. I think that's gonna do it, guys. I don't know if we have any more. Do you have anything else you want to say on the movie, Daniel? Um, I don't believe so. No, I don't. I don't. I, I, th- I think we kind of went through everything that 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 I that we had to go through. So that's a good place. A uh, good place to end it, man. Was, uh, okay. I'm glad, glad, glad we got to watch it. I'm glad I got you know watch it for the first time. Um. So yeah, I uh, definitely. Definitely thought it was good, um, and and I want to see more stuff like it in the future for sure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, sure. More sure. Uh, retro rewinds, just stuff in general, you know. So, but yeah, that'll that'll do it, man. All right, that'll do it. <clears throat> That's gonna do it for the show, guys. We're gonna say our goodbyes and wrap up. So, Daniel, I'm gonna throw it over to you. 
All righty. Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, it was another fun uh, episode of the Cantina. We had a, some some not a whole lot of news. Uh, and, you know, we had a retro rewind today, so it was a bit of a shorter episode, but that's fine. They don't have to be long. Uh, coming up for me on the podcast, uh, or not on the podcast, coming up for me in, on stream is what I meant to say. Um, uh, I think I'm going to be doing some Old Republic and some other stuff here and there. I'm not going to jump into another story game right away. I'm going to do some multiplayer stuff, probably play some Halo, probably play some Old Republic. Um, but I finished Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. I'm going to have videos going up on YouTube every day for like the next couple of weeks, I think, because I don't want to throw them all on, all on YouTube at once. I kind of want to spread them out a little bit, you know, have have you guys watch some stuff here, some, some stuff here, in, uh, videos this day and that day. You know, I, I don't want to just overload you guys with that stuff. So they'll be coming out uh, uh, several a day, I believe, for the next couple of weeks. And then um, what else? Uh, I made a TikTok. I don't know if I said that last week or not, but I made a TikTok. Go follow me on that. It should be on the side here uh, somewhere. Uh, give me a follow on that and, and follow me on all the other good, on all the other stuff that I got, the Twitter, the, the YouTube, the Instagram. Uh, and yeah, go, 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 go check out, go check out my TikTok. I have that. That is a thing now. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys. Uh, Next week, uh, we'll be talking Rome, the series, the 2005 HBO show. Uh, looking forward to discussing that with Josh. That's been uh, pretty good uh, so far. Um, but yeah, thanks for hanging out, everybody. I'm going to be checking out The Batman, which came out today on HBO Max. So uh, I'll see you guys uh, next time and on, and on stream. Uh, so yeah, peace out. Thanks for watching and listening. Bye-bye. All right. Hi there, guys. Thank you, as always, for supporting our awesome show that we love to do here. Um, I, I love uh, our retro movies and getting to watch them and talk about them on the show, especially the noir stuff. It's really neat. Um, no plans for anything streaming at the moment. Just going to keep watching the stuff I've been watching and doing some stuff. I would love to bring D&D back onto the channel at some point, so we may do that sometime in the future. If I can find some people that are real comfortable with that. Uh, but we'll see. Put that on the maybe list. Um, I was going to find somebody to host, but it doesn't look like any of our friends are streaming. So I'm just going to let it let that end here on Twitch. And we will see you all next time. Take care of yourselves. Get out there. Enjoy some of this nice weather if you're in an area where you have it and can enjoy it. I know that some places we're having like a blizzard and crazy shit like that. Weather's a little weird at the moment. But if you live in a good place right now, enjoy it. And we will see you all next time. Bye-bye.